It's the Tiltcast episode 540, Whale Surfing. And week, guys, we talk about Wulong Fallen Dynasty, Last Spell, Dead Cells, Return to Castlevania, and Sunhaven. Stay tuned. Full contact. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Here's the Joker. We're back. It's been a feels like it's been a really long time. It really has been because, well, I mean, it 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 feels like <laughs> I don't know. It feels like a lifetime ago. I feel yeah. a little bit better. It's a it's March nineteenth, the year twenty twenty three. Oh my god. At a four oh eight PM Central Time, forty degrees outside. And it's we only thirty four here, hey, which is great because it was snowing this morning. But hey, it was colder. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had we've had some life happen, and so we were off for a week. Um, we are recording on Sunday because I was out of town, and I went to an outdoor show in Dallas. When there was like a freeze warning here. So I guess it got to like, what, 20 degrees here last night, Jason? Yeah, something like that. Oh, boy. Yeah, and uh, by 7 o'clock when I was at this outdoor show in Dallas, it was 40 degrees. Um, And as the night went on in Dallas, it got down to about 35, and I had balcony tickets, which was cold as hell. Balcony outside? Yeah. It's a place called Amplified Live. It's a normally it's a great venue because it's outdoor and you get a good breeze going. It doesn't get stuffy. Um, it's right next to a really big pond. It's a really weird venue. Uh, it used to be called Gas Monkey in uh, Dallas and Irving. I like um, that name better. But <laughs> yeah, it's a these. I go to a lot of shows that typically aren't that expensive. Balcony tickets were only forty five bucks. So general admission was like 30. So my buddy was like, why not? We're getting balcony tickets. So I was like, all right, let's do it. And then it ended up being cold as hell. But they have like their own bar up there that's indoor. So you can walk inside and then they stream the concert inside this a bar, a small bar that's upstairs. Um, and you can watch it um, while you're sipping a cocktail, which it makes you feel kind of bougie. Um Makes it feel a little bit less bougie when there are cocaine mirrors in the bathrooms, but <laughs> they're really nice bathrooms, and there's definitely an upside-down mirror on the sink in both bathrooms upstairs. Well. There's straight cocaine mirrors. No, no. They were just – there were nose hair mirrors. I mean, come on. I mean, that's, that's what you use them for, right? It's to make sure you didn't miss that spot when you're shaving your taint. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, it's a taint mirror. Taint. Taint mirrors, got it. All right, that's a uh, going on the list of things we can't call the show. Yeah, but yeah, we uh, so almost a year to the day, um, I was here to see the same band, um, and kind of got screwed out of a good spot. So we went to this place called Ojos Locos or Crazy Guys, uh, which was like Mexican Hooters, which was great. Um, we took my buddy's 10 year old in there and, uh, oh, yeah. we had figured out he was very straight. Um, he was <laughs> very excited about it while we were there last time. And then he was playing dumb and just like asking all the waitresses all sorts of questions, like just to get their attention. Like, I was like, I know exactly what he's doing. 
Um, <laughs> but he's yeah. doing it right. And, you know, it's not like he speaks Spanish, but he remembers Ojos Locos pretty vividly because when we were coming back, my friends from Oklahoma City, which is about an hour and a half away, and I met him up there. And the first thing he asks when we're getting ready to leave, he's like, we going by Ojos Locos? I was like, we already had burgers. I don't know what we need to go again to somewhere else. He's like, well, maybe we need a taco. <laughs> yeah, he definitely wants he wants a taco. Yeah, he wants a taco. All right, I was like, oh my god, Jiggity. Yeah, it's wow. a it's a place like literally across the street from the venue. They had decent tacos. They had these like huge uh, like beer bongs in there. Like it's just a straight like soccer bar. Um, he, he paused after huge, and I was all right with that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it was uh, it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, we got there. The band we were going to see is a band called Revocation. Last time we saw him with Cannibal Corpse, I was the only one there that was there for both bands last time. And this time, um, we were all really there for Revocation. Uh, there's an old death metal band called Morbid Angel that was headlining that I could I don't really care for to be honest with you. Um, like they're. I don't know if you guys know what a legacy act is, but they're like almost that at this point, which is kind of sad. There's legacy death metal backs. They haven't released an album in forever, and they haven't been like a thing for 20 years. So it's wow. almost like seeing like, it'd be like seeing like Judas Priest or something just in a different genre, right? Like Judas Priest hasn't released albums regularly in a long time, but they do tour and they do, you know, play all of their old stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Right. Like watching, Kinda, uh, going out to a Sticks concert. Yeah, or like seeing Kansas or something, right? Right. Um, Just different genre. Like same, that's, we're that old where there are basically legacy acts in this genre. That's, 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 that's I bad, mean, man. you're not wrong. Uh, wow. Okay. But yeah, it's, uh. So anyways, but, you know, they're... It's going to go over here and turn into dust now, thanks. Their original fans are in their 60s. <laughs> They've been around that long. Fucking death metal 60-year-olds. Oh, my God. Fucking mosh pit people, you know. There's people breaking there was hips a, in the There was a, a lot of a lot of gray hairs of this show. Oh, my God. I mean, I know uh, I fit that category now, but not to this degree. <laughs> There's the merch booth includes just for men. I mean, okay, so just just to, I mean, they're they're an American death metal band based in Tampa, Florida, formed in 1983. I mean, yeah, but think about all the gray hairs we're probably going to see in September. I know. <laughs> for so. Basically, I guess we so got, here, I'm calling just, them. I'm calling Justin, them. my wife, and I got uh, tickets for for Rocklahoma this year, and there's oh nice. Well, oh, like I'm seeing bands I haven't seen in forever. There, like there's a a leg a real legacy act for Pantera, which is two original members yeah. that are not the, the Abbott brothers, and then Zach Wild, and then I can't remember who the drummer is. Um, but it's literally you know they're playing twenty plus year old songs. Um, yep. Seeing Rob Zombie, ministry. yeah, ministry, and then uh, Ginger. 
But yeah, the reason I call them a legacy act is so like their last big album was in 2003. Then they released an album in 2011 and then one in 2017. But basically, they have been not much of a band for the better part of 20 years. So it's like seeing them touring with anybody is weird. Um, again, they're very much older style of metal that I'm just not as into, I guess. Um, so just the same as I'm not really into Judas Priest that much either. Um, but I respect the genre, I guess. But yeah, anyways, this really wasn't about that. I mean... A lot of a lot of our stuff would not have gotten um, as far as it did without you know well, the like, Judas Priests and the Dio's and yeah, and like Megadeth, Metallica, and stuff like that. But like Megadeth yeah. is just a bunch of old guys that are in an active band like that. They're not a legacy act yet, but they're getting there. And Metallica, <laughs> I mean, they so almost are. Metallica is kind of the think same. Think about bit. how long they've been around. You know, they've been around since 84. Metallica's been around since, like, 81. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> man. <laughs> but, anyways, the band we went to see, <laughs> I uh, I don't know what it is about me, but, like, for me to get past the, like, so I don't get, like, turned into a fangirl in front of famous people, I just insult them. And I don't know why, but I get really fucking sarcastic in front of, like, fairly famous people. So that I don't like get the uh, the willies around somebody who's you know sold hundreds of thousands of records or whatever. And so I remember I had a conversation last time, and I was talking about how the dude reminded me of my little brother because we were talking about age, and he was like, "Yeah, well, I'm 35." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty close to my little brother." I was like, "What am I doing here?" Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but um, a little bit nicer this time, and then they had a. Uh, some like really weird merch at the table. So I guess for every show, they the drummer draws artwork on one of the drum heads and then sells it at the next show. And so he wrote a bunch of Japanese symbols on this drum head. So he's practicing Japanese. And then, you know, it's a used drum head. They're, you know, they can toss them or they can sell them, I guess. Right. And so they had it at the mm -hmm. merch booth. And I was like, how much is that? And they're like 50 bucks. I was like, sold. I've got adult money now. Um, so I bought it, and then I waited around till about halfway through the other act, because they were the second to last act, until they showed up. The bass player was running the merch table, so I had him sign it. And then the guitar player, the main guy, came by, and then I had him sign it. I could never find the drummer, because he just wasn't around. But I had both of them sign it, and then my buddy brought a skateboard with his kid, and they signed his skateboard. Um, but funny story is, is I really, I got this full frame camera that I've been wanting to use for a while and I emailed the venue, uh, about a week ago. I was like, Hey, what's your, you know, I've got balcony tickets. I want to take some good photos, but I need my full frame camera. What's your, what's your policy on that? And like, you need the, uh, express permission of the tour manager, hit the tour manager up. He's like, well, you need to hit us up like 30 days in advance and you need to have the permission of every single band. I was like, give me a fucking break. I'm not selling these. Um, I didn't argue. I didn't want to be a complete dick. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, whatever. I guess I'm going to have to take my phone and get in the pit and take some pictures because my phone camera, I got to be like 10 feet away to get any, any kind of decent shot. Like that's just, that's how it works with a phone camera. I don't mm -hmm. care what kind of digital zoom you have. It's always going to look like shit when you blow it up. Um, So 
And there's a couple of phone cameras that are pretty good with digital zoom, but most of them are pretty bad. Uh, mine is one of the ones that's not great with digital zoom. So I just don't use it. I literally just get up wherever I need to get to get the right photo, um, which also means that I almost get killed half the time while I'm doing it. And uh, got up there. I took some pretty decent pics. I um, was pretty happy with them. Um, went back to the merch booth and I'm getting my drum head signed. I was like, you know what? I hit your tour manager up and I'm talking to the bass player and I was like, told me I had to have the permission of every single band and I had to hit you guys up like a month ago. I was like, I was just coming to a show. I just want some photos to print on my wall because I got a bunch of concert pics up there. I was like, but I have these really good photos that I don't know what to do with them other than just print them out. So I showed the picture of a bass player to the bass player. He's like, he's like that's fucking good. He's mm -hmm. like, can you send that to me? I was like, well, yeah, but nobody would let me take real photos. <laughs> he's like, I'll give you credit. <laughs> After I find it, he's like, you know, we get a lot of like communication from a lot of people. So like, don't be surprised. And then he gave me their email address and then I fucking forgot it. So now I hit oh. So then I hit up the their official Instagram and I sent them about 10 photos of stuff that I was pretty happy with that I hope I get tagged in at some point. Um, but then I showed the guitar player. I was talking to him about the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's almost a year to the day. When you were over here photobombing me and my buddy's kid. We were taking pictures. And I was like, and then I got some really good pictures because this time I didn't get stuck in the fucking back. I like elbowed my way to the front and almost died several times trying to get pictures from the pit. So and I showed him <laughs> a couple of like very unedited photos, but I got good angles and good lighting, right? Like I just barely edit them. But I wanted to change the contrast a little bit on some of them. He's like, those are some pretty good photos. You need to send those to me. Then I went through the whole thing, went to with the bass player. He's like, yeah, just send it to the email. <laughs> Fucking forgot mm. the email. Um, Dude, you can probably get in touch with them, man. It's <laughs> well, I tried Facebook. Their Facebook has no contact me kind of thing on it. Mm. Um, I found his, his he's, I follow him on his personal Facebook. So I sent him to his personal Facebook. Okay. Well, but he's I mean, got you have like their... he's got like two hundred thousand followers on Facebook. But but you just said not long ago that you were able to get in touch with their tour manager. You could probably get that information from him. That's true. Yeah, I did that through Amplified Live. See, there you go. So I, I are the smart sometimes. <laughs> well, I was trying to bang these out real quick before we jumped and podcasted, so I was hustling mm -hmm. and running through. Uh, the stuff that I had, but yeah. Have I you had... thought about, uh, have you actually looked into, I don't know if this is all just fucking like snake oil or whatnot, but like uh, the uh, lenses that you can put on camera, uh, on phone cameras. I have thought about that. I, I run into a lot of situations. So without being uh, somebody who's being paid by the band, it's very difficult to get in there with a real camera. Right. And I, I'm going right. to use my real camera to take some pictures of Jason's family. Right. And, our friend Vanessa's cats and dogs and some of her burlesque performances, right? But like, right. I don't get these a, are, I like to do band shots. And the only one I got lined tiny. up is I got a friend of mine that's in a professional band that, you know, he went to, well, I went to Fear Factory like not that long ago too. And I took him with me. And, you know, he's, we're just, we've known each other for 20 years. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do like a, you know, a start of the tour show here in Tulsa. He's like, come out and take a whole bunch of shots. And he's like, I'll use what I like. He's like, I can pay you if, I want, if you want me to. I was like, I'm really not looking for anybody to pay me. I was like, I make enough money. I've got a pretty decent job. 
I don't really need the money. I just want a portfolio so I can get in to do some of these things with other bands when they come through and then like exhaust that creative process inside of me and just have something to show for it that's not just the gaming thing that I do. Right. So, you know, a lot better at photography than I am guitar or music writing. So there's that. Dude, you take some really great shots. I'm, I was pretty impressed and I'm like, yeah, I see. yeah, I wish I could have some of that. <laughs> I just, yeah, I wish I, I had some, you know, something that I could actually, you know, show for it. You know, I, like I don't have a whole lot of. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I took about, and I feel pretty good about it, right? Like I took about twenty five total photos, and out of the twenty five, I got about seven that I could use, mm-hmm. and that's mostly because, again, like when I say I almost died, like I'm slightly exaggerated, but not by much. There was a lot of crowd surfers, and I was right up next to the front, and they would come over the top of me. Like, I almost lost my glasses like four times. And some of them are way too big to be crowd surfers. Like, way too big to be crowd surfers. Like, there's no, <laughs> if like you are over 400 pounds, there's, you have no business <laughs> trying to crowd surf. And I don't know how you got up there, but there's some meaty fucks in this crowd. So I guess that's how they got you up there. But, Oof. like, like, it's like, it's like, uh, killer whales on attack or something that's just like going across <laughs> the top oh no it was it was pretty insane it's like how does this guy get up there and this girl next to me is like i think i lost an eyelash <laughs> <laughs> that's what you pick out of the whole fucking thing is like i lost an eyelash <laughs> well she hit oh me she, this girl that was next to me who was also dying like look like like punches me in the shoulder and I'm like what she's like i think i'm missing an eyelash and she was in fact missing half her eyelash i was like friend <laughs> you definitely are <laughs> damn damn but uh yeah i had a lot of fun and, and it was not as cold being downstairs i snuck down there for that and then went back up to do my uh my sipping of uh sipping of booze and hanging out with my friend and his kiddo and his wife um but yeah, no, no host locos, no, no crazy eyes. But <laughs> other than that, like I think it was, oh, this Airbnb I was in. So like we had a lot of problems with Airbnb. I've been reserved one a month ago, and then they had some plumbing issues, so we had to move. And they gave us another one that was smaller for the same price. And granted, it's like me, my friend, his wife, his kid, right. And so we're basically at that point, we we're split in three ways. And then his buddy brought him and his girlfriend. So then we we're split in five ways. And so originally, you know, the total for the whole thing was 350 for a night, which five ways really isn't that bad. Yeah. Um, 70 bucks a pop. And then with this other place, they upgraded us. I say upgraded. They side graded us to like there was definitely a child's bed. Was It was a three bedroom. Right. And so we're going to fit him, his wife and his kid in one bedroom his buddy and his girlfriend in another room, and then me. And the last bed was like a day bed. It was like a twin. It was tiny. It looked like, it almost looked like a crib. I was like, dude, I'll, I'll spend 50 more bucks if I can have a better room. <laughs> like, let's let's find something else. And so he did. So he got it for like 400 bucks. Again, split five ways isn't that bad. That's about a little bit more than I had spent for myself. But this house was one of those old shotgun houses. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about when you say that, but it's like it was built in the 20s. It's not real wide, but it's super long. 
And no joke, this house was twice as big as my house. Like it had to be like probably close to 3,000 square feet. So there's seven bedrooms and it looked like it was a three bedroom house where the house ended at the kitchen and then they just added a whole nother house to the back. Like that's mm. how big it was. And this hallway is really, I took a picture of it and posted it to social, but like it's so long. It's, there's just seven bedrooms off this hallway and it just goes on forever. Then it ends in this master bedroom, which is as big as my fucking living room. <clears throat> but it had two living rooms that were both like twice the size of my living room, which that doesn't, no context if you're listening, but like, I don't know, like 20 by 20 by 20. I don't know, 20 by 30. One of them's probably 20 by 30. The other one's probably 20 by 20. Right, complete the dining room and a full kitchen and everything, and it's like three bathrooms. This gigantic house made in the twenties, though. We were joking about it because I was like, "Yeah, I hope this one's not haunted." Because the other one was weird, man. Like I'm not a big believer in the supernatural, so to speak. But <clears throat> come three in the morning at this other place that we got, which was really not that far away, like maybe a mile away from the other Airbnb we got. Like, it sounded like there are people running up and down the hallway in the middle of the night. It's probably some kind of, like, rusty pipes or something. But we didn't have the heater on. <laughs> but for about two hours, from about 3 to 5 in the morning, it just bump, 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 Like, up and down the wood hallway. And mm. it was just weird. And I was just like, I'm going to turn my fan up, and I'm just going to pretend nothing's happening. I'm going to try to sleep and hope I'm not lucid dreaming. You I, were. I did not sleep well. and uh, No, I don't think I would either. This place, not so bad. I I passed out pretty hard. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not a big, not not big on the, uh, on the whole, like, oh, it could be haunted. <laughs> yeah, we were joking about renting it again just because it was so weird. And I was like, yeah, I want to sleep this time. <laughs> right. We have a backup Airbnb just in case. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's a very memorable experience. Got some crazy pictures. Got some stupid pictures of me and him and the kiddo. Um, and yeah, well worth it. I needed that. I've been working so many days straight. Um, really can't comment a lot more than that, but essentially, um, since, like another reason why we haven't done this in a while is like, we've, all been working to death at work <laughs> mm -hmm. like crazy and Very much. like in the last three weeks or four weeks I've had besides this weekend like two days off like two literal days off and that was split <coughs> and one leave yep. early from work and there was a two weeks straight that I was working open to close like it's like just hanging on by a thread energy wise yeah. So, um, like, going out of town, getting all of this pent-up energy out, getting some great shots, hanging with some good friends, having some good brews, like, all very necessary. Definitely. Uh, and uh have played some video games, too. I don't even remember what I talked about last time, but I'll get into that. Jason, what have you been up to? Oh, not a whole lot. Just got back from, from a week out of town, was... uh over over in the middle of Arkansas visiting my my parents uh long story short my my dad had a um 
surgery a um, couple weeks ago now and uh originally we took spring break off go camping with the kids um and all that kind of changed because they decided he was doing well enough to send him home early but that also meant he needed to be somewhat monitored at home right so kind of at the last minute we had to pivot our plans um for me to uh end up basically uh sitting with him for three of the days out of the week so uh um so basically just for the most part spent the week hanging hanging out with my dad fixing his lawn equipment because nobody could start his lawnmower Stuff like that. One of those pole starts. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's a, uh, um, it's one of those newer uh, like break Brinkton Stratton that don't have to be primed. Oh, uh, okay. But, but guess what? If your air filter is full of grass and uh, some grass gets to your spark plug, you need a new spark plug, and uh, no, it needs no oxygen to breathe. Yeah, no lighty. No yeah i i, I, I had recently out mowed is long because it's going to be a couple months before he's even up to doing something like that wait you mowed his lawn are you guys mowing yeah. lawns already mine needs mowed bad are you shitting I, me i actually need to mow ours i haven't yeah. seen my lawn yet oh god living Dude, in the freaking we... north man we barely had a freeze this year. We're we're never <laughs> we're not going to be able to like we don't even think about mowing our lawns until like Fourth of July. <laughs> well, probably a couple yeah, weeks I've before got, Fourth I've of July. I've got some wild onions that have just started spreading in my lawn right now, and then I've got a bunch of weeds. Oh, if I can, you know, get get that wild onion shit up. There you go. Um, but yeah, so I had like trip his lawn because uh, it's going to be a couple months before he can do it on his own mm-hmm. um so whoever whoever's sitting with him over the next few weeks can do it a few more times and bob's your uncle there you go but um so yeah did that ended up uh um Doing a bunch of, you know, like activities for for the kids, uh, like uh, one of those trampoline park places, like and stuff like that. But, yeah. Also known as yeah. get rid of the energy places. Here, <laughs> right? Exactly. Go jump. Uh, I want you to jump until you cannot jump anymore. Jump a little bit for, uh, further after that, then you're gonna pass out and you're in the car. And uh, yeah. And and you're gonna be good for an entire day. We'll do it. We'll do it again sometime. <laughs> also, spend spend a day with one of my brothers that I haven't seen since before the pandemic started. There you go. So you that's know. always nice. At least at least got got a little bit got a little bit out of it, but. So it just turned into a busy week, and like, um, this guy yawning and speaking. I know, right? And those, then 
like Friday, Friday, the person that was going to be sitting with him while we headed back to town ended up not being able to be there till like four o'clock in the afternoon. And mom was working till seven. Uh, so we didn't even get out of, we didn't even uh, leave Little Rock until four o'clock. Oh, that's why um, you were. You're like, I just got back into town. I'm going to bed. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, by the time everybody's uh, bathroom stops were factored in. And uh, I actually ended up fighting traffic out of there uh, most of the way to Fort Smith. Um, that's about which four is, hours away right uh yeah uh so basically about um two hours total of the drive was all in traffic on an interstate yeah. oh, thank yeah. you i i i keep uh talking to uh, and people are like oh, hey you you lived in oklahoma how bad is it? Like in the wintertime, how bad is it? How bad is it, guys? Mm. Like if it snowed right now, <laughs> what what would it be like? I would think that the last time it snowed when I was there was uh, uh it had there was it was almost Armageddon, right? There was like people in fucking ditches. But I mean, Every time if it, it actually icy. snows or ices here, I feel like I'm the only one on the road for the most part. Well, I mean, that would be the smart play, right? Because it is it's, kind of Armageddon-like. It doesn't matter how good of a driver you are here. There's so many people that are not. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not just worth Just on it. a good day. <laughs> like on a normal day. There's just not any not anybody, you know, anybody that's worthwhile. Yeah, the but, thing is... Even even people who've lived here all their lives think they know how to drive in it. But unless they've spent any time in the northern regions learning to deal with that, uh, and they're actually attentive drivers, it doesn't matter. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Everybody else isn't, so it doesn't matter how good you are. So you have a high likelihood yeah. of getting in trouble. No, I I just describe it as uh, uh you know people in the south have two speeds <laughs> as fast as they can go and ditch. <laughs> so, um, I mean, yeah, most people don't gauge that very well around here. <laughs> um, you know, I know, I know which which areas I can get by with going a little bit faster than 25 miles an hour. And I know where to crawl. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing. You have to know where to crawl. You didn't have to deal with any of that. You guys had a pretty light winter. So and shit, like mowing lawns and stuff. The one real event we had was more of an icing event, Hmm. which is worse on the roads than snow. I don't know. That's just like, so Tuesday or Wednesday. Um it's normal right. up here anymore. 
<laughs> right, but even with the amount of even with the amount of salt and brine trucks we have here, which is actually a fairly generous amount of trucks, they're nowhere near as prepared for it plow wise and things like that as you guys are up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we also we also can't use changer studded tires. We're not using changer studded tires either. I mean, you you can't on the main you know on the main thoroughfares around here anyway. Um, and you throw chains, you know, you know, in your, uh, in your trunk, just in case you need them. Like, or if you live on a, on a seasonal road, which doesn't get plowed by the county, it's like, nobody cares. Um, yeah, around here it's, it's, uh, you gotta, you gotta be in a, in the right county, basically. Like my county is about all is uh, is about three out of five stars as far as like getting you know you know getting the roads clear uh in the yeah. county that I go to uh you know for work is better like I can tell the county line uh, on the roads based off of how uh how well maintained the roads are um you know so there's well and that's what I tell people about Tulsa it's about a three out of five pretty much everywhere as long as you can if you can get out of your neighborhood into a main arterial road, it's not that bad mm-hmm. most of the time. But your journey is getting to that main arterial road. Yeah, I guess <laughs> if there's an if there's any uh, ever any fucking snow, you guys never yeah. you know you guys just didn't get any of this here. No, we didn't get we a just, whole lot. We just had the two days of sleep. Sleet and ice. Oh, well. We didn't get a whole lot up north. Like, we normally get way more snow than we do now, but I still haven't seen the, you know, I haven't seen the lawn, really. Uh, and it's not gonna, it's not gonna grow any. Like, nothing's growing up here until probably, I don't know, tomorrow sounds good. <laughs> it's one of those things. Like this, uh, it was, uh, it started to smell like spring a couple of days ago. Like, uh, I think it was like Thursday. It was, um, spring has a smell, especially around here. Uh, it smells like all of the dog shit that's been, uh, buried underneath the snow all coming out at once. That's what, sm- uh, that's what spring smells like up here. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful time of year. Um, but yeah, the uh, it it felt like it was gonna uh, it was over, and then it we get lake effect snow and another four or five inches uh, overnight. So that was that was fun. Um, I mean that that's been your main contributing factor this year. Is there's not been a whole there's not been the normal number of nor'easters or or lake effect systems as normal. No, it's generally a couple you know a couple feet of snow here a couple feet of snow there which is fine like i don't i, I have a dual drive i don't necessarily really want to like you know push my luck <laughs> i can get where i need to get but it's not going to be a fun time doing so right um you know so you know and i and i have the ability to do some work from home which i mean is is nice but I can't do all of I can't do all of it. I still have to uh put my hands on some computer uh computer parts sometimes to fix shit. So 
there's that. Anyway, um, I don't know. I it's been it's been kind of a weird couple weeks for me. Um, I mean, outside of northern weather pattern bullshit, um, I've also kind of not been not not been the happiest person. <laughs> Uh, you know, so it's just, uh, I've just been kind of like chilling, trying to keep things, you know, trying to, you know, rate my brain and do a lot of, uh, uh, do a lot of things that is fun to me uh, or try to extract some fun from things, which is not always easy. Um, and I have actually been kind of focused on a couple other, uh, uh, other group activities that, you know, we've been doing, um, uh, and, uh, Thinking about playing D and D again, uh, just just for the social value. That and apparently I'm halfway decent at creating characters. Um, like not just rolling characters, but like creating like a persona for a character. Uh, I helped my buddy, you know, with uh, a kobold character and how the kobold would actually act in a party, which is, um be as annoying as you possibly fucking can. Uh, if, if your, uh, if your party members want to kill you, you're doing it right. Um, and, and as skittish from immediate, immediate bodily harm as possible. You, That's you, a cobalt. Yeah. You just need to, you know, you just need to be that little thing that runs around being as annoying and high pitched as possible. And then like run away, you know, giggling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> leaving leaving your party to get knocked out. <laughs> hey. It's it, it is it is a uh an evil type character, so uh yeah, <laughs> you do whatever you need to do. Um but yeah. <laughs> uh I like the idea of getting something a little bit more creative uh, than just, you know, playing video games out there and and doing something with it, but yeah, it's, not... it's helpful. Like find something you like doing and diversify. The problem, the problem that I've had lately is, if, you know, is I, I will start a bunch of things that never, it just doesn't feel right. And then you just don't, you know, you don't get any, uh, any fun factor out of it. And so I'm at that point and I think every, every year right around this time of year, it's like, this is the lull, right? Everything, you know, you've got a bunch of stuff on the back burner, but none of it feels fun. Um, there's a couple things that you could do, but just because you could do it doesn't mean you want to do it. You know, it's that feel. And that's where I, I'm at right now. I get the same way. The uh, There's like, well, I mean, I guess we can just jump into it. Like me and Jason have both tried Will Long. Yeah. It's a little bit broke. It's a little bit broke, and we've it's both, not Elden Ring, and we've you no, know, it's not, and we've both bounced off of it, and like it is, you know, a talked about thing, but on PC, it's just not running that well, and the parry seems a little bit off too. Like we're we both got stuck on the first boss. Um, yeah, that's saying pretty something. hard, and it. I don't know if it's because controller input on the PC is sluggish. I mean, I've noticed it could be lag. Uh, the the parry is 
the parry shouldn't be that hard in a dynasty game. Like I've played Team Ninja games before. Um, and it shouldn't this is not like the enemies aren't incredibly fast, so there's not a lot of reason why I should be missing parries all over the place. Um and uh just some like some weird environment issues like getting stuck on objects running through the environment i shouldn't be getting stuck on that sort of thing or dodging (laughs) like you dodge into something dodging dodging into some to something and getting stuck there oh Um, really yeah jeez okay um yeah, see, I uh, completely skipped on this one. Um, and, and getting one shot by an enemy that's two or three levels higher, it ain't fun either, especially in the starting area. Hmm. So it's just, it's needlessly difficult in some places, uh, kind of buggy-ish, and if the controls aren't tight on this kind of game, it's it's gonna get amplified, right? So you, you're Pretty gonna much. you're gonna know that something's not quite right. Or if you say all oh, that's bullshit more uh, more than once in a five minutes time span, uh, then you probably got something wrong with the game. I mean, it's bad enough. I've thought about connecting a PS4 controller to my PC. It could be input lag of some sort. Right. Well. Again, like if if there was any form of input lag on Elden Ring, I would have known. Like that, it needed to be tight, and you, you, yeah, if you like, if you can't do like a Melania fight with any kind of input lag, <laughs> you know, um, uh, that kind of thing. So I was just uh, kind of looking to see what you guys were gonna say about this because. It wasn't initially on my radar, uh, and I don't know. I mean, the initial, uh, what it looked like to me just looked like a clone. Um, It looked too, it looked too much like a cross between Neo and Sekiro, and I was not a big fan of, um, well, I guess I haven't really tried Sekiro, but. Have you tried Neo? I haven't tried Neo either. Not the the original Neo anyway. Um, But I'm not a big fan of that. So I wasn't going to buy into it. Then again, I wasn't really going to buy into any game. Like, Like literally haven't bought a game in fucking months. Well, that's part of the reason... That's part of the reason I even started beating my head against the wall again yesterday with this is it's on Game Pass. Mm. So, you know, I'm just trying to see if I can find any. Shit, I haven't even looked at Game Pass in fucking two months. (laughs) Any way into this game. Um, I've been so... So any way into enjoyment for this game? I've been yeah. trying. I've just been so balls deep on fucking uh on Final Fantasy fourteen, just like 
you know head down just like go at that particular game because that's the only thing that's like caught my interest uh and keeps my interest right now uh i'm sure i'm going to like get over that i do just about every year i get over it and then i end up just like blasting through a bunch of games that's been on the backlog i think i'm you know i might be getting close i don't know um but you know like I didn't even know that Wolong was actually on uh, on Game Pass, but yeah, for the for the price of that, I could at least try it. I'll have it downloaded in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, it, might be, it might be fixed now. Who knows? I uh, I don't know. I play you know play these games even even this this kind of game. I couldn't I couldn't imagine trying to play this game with mouse and keyboard. So if you're if you were playing mouse and keyboard, I don't you know might you try play. that key controller, dude. No, I was playing. No, I'm playing on uh, controller. Yeah, okay. I don't right. know how you play this. This is not a game. This game doesn't even have an option for mouse and keyboard that I could find. So what were you trying to do with what was the whole like oh you were trying a different controller? Is that what you were trying to say? Yeah, so like switching okay. from my Xbox controller to PS4 controller. I'm gotcha. about ready to do that. Gotcha. Okay. I I'm misunderstood. Yeah. All right. Well, there's there's that. There's I don't know. These It's been a really weird couple of weeks. So uh I haven't really played anything more than Final Fantasy 14. Uh and it's just been it's just been that uh, no matter how good a game that's come out, like I have uh, Atomic Heart downloaded already. I just haven't touched it. Uh, I've not gotten more than maybe the first mission of fucking, you know, um, Midnight Suns. Like I have an entire list of fucking uh, PlayStation games, to, you know, to play. I still haven't beat Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> I have game. I just need. Damn. I just need gumption to play these games. Well, speaking of gumption, I've got I've got three games to talk about. Go for it. That I have had some time to play. So, um, I have beat it. So, I want to talk a little bit about Dead Cells. Mm. So, for the longest time, I hit. I played it originally, I think, on Game Pass, and beat a fair amount of it. Right. And then for whatever reason, you know, it came up on a Steam sale. And I was like, I want the DLC. I'm going to buy it. Got the DLC put probably about 25 hours into it. Um, never really made it past the third boss. Um, and just kind of put it down. And then the Castlevania DLC re- released recently. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to play that. And it'll work good on my Steam Deck. I'm in a spot where I have like little pockets of time, even though I'm working so much. Because there are chunks of time where I was just on call um, when I was working open to close. And so I'd be, it might be an hour before somebody needed me and then they needed me like for two hours straight. You know what I mean? And it was after my normal office hours. So it was kind of like, all right, so I'm just kind of on standby, but I'm still in work mode, but kind of have a little bit of time to like do something around the house or play something where I can sit here. So I was playing on my Steam Deck. And, um, I started playing Dead Cells again, and I'd have beat a full Castlevania 
run in the game. So basically, I don't know how much of Dead Cells you guys remember, but you typically have like the sewers and the promenade are like the two main ones that you can enter initially with the base game. So it adds um, Dracula's Castle, or I can't remember, the Castle Gates, I think, is the first area. But it adds that as an optional area from the get-go. And every run that you do, you can play one of those levels. So mixed in with your regular run. So you'll play one of, I want to say it's four different dungeon sets for Castlevania, three each run. And after you beat it, you unlock the next one for your next run to get through, right? And so it does that. And on the finale, instead of beating the final boss in Dead Cells, you beat, um, what's this, Dracula, right? It's just Dracula. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so that's a whole fight, which is a really cool fight, by the way. Um, it adds a lot of different weapons. So, like, there's now, like, holy grenades. There's the whip. There's the like the whip sword thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's got the basic whip. It's got the cross. Um, I'm trying to think of all the different weapons there is now. There's a few more different weapon types that have added that I just haven't unlocked. But um, it adds all those things. But prior to this, I hadn't beat a run, like a full run of Dead Cells. And I finally, while I was playing this, I just got in a really good groove. And I finally beat a full run of Dead Cells. I now have like almost 50 hours in dead cells um, because I've been playing it so much and just getting on a really good groove of that game. And it's just a really solid game. I didn't realize this game came out six years ago almost. Um, the Castlevania DLC is, it's primo. I think hmm. it's great because it's just part of your regular runs, right? It just adds that in. Um. But just everything, the controls are tuned well. The sounds are really satisfying. I've shown my friend's kid at the games. He loves video games. He's like, you know what? Just all the sounds in this game are just really satisfying. I was like, you know what, kiddo? I 100% agree with you. He's like, every effect is thought out. I was like, yeah, it just, uh, it just has a, it's everything is very satis satisfying about that game. Um, all of the hitboxes are well done. All of the jumping and platforming is well thought out and well executed. The combat synergies between weapons is really well thought out and executed. I got really good at parrying in that game, which is not something I was ever very good at, um, which is pretty overpowered once you get pretty good at it. Um, that game's just... I can't say enough good things about it, but, you know... You've played Dead Cells, like it's more Dead Cells. It's just in a Castlevania format, and it's pretty cool. Um, a last spell released um, on last week, I want to say, like last Thursday of last week. That's uh, I've talked about it at a fair amount at length on the show. Um, the 1.0 released erased all my progress, so you had to kind of start from ground zero, which is kind of why I put it off. Um, progress goes fairly fast. I'm almost through the second town. I think there's five total towns that you have to beat to get to the final boss. But the unlocks in that game come pretty quick. Um, if you don't remember, though, Last Spell is a game that plays out like... So it's tower defense, um, but you're using a set of characters, and you have upgrades that you have in your town that 
um, help make your characters stronger. They give them additional abilities. They give them additional weapons. You can recruit additional characters as you go in through your run. And you're de defending against waves of, like, demons, basically, or skeletons or whatever. But it's a turn-based strategy game where you can play everybody out of turn, and then you can kind of get a rough idea of what's going to happen next from the enemy. You can see what spaces they're going to go to. You can't see who they're going to attack. Um, but you're trying to defend the middle area while they're trying to cast the last spell, which is why it's named that. Mm. But the trick I've found so far is unlock the end because the end gives you an extra character, and having more than three characters in a run is pretty good. So getting an end really early, getting a gold mine really early so you have the money to buy additional weapons or hire additional workers to do work around your town during the deployment phase um, helps out quite a bit. That game's really solid. Um, but the runs take about like you can literally save in any point in any turn. You just if you quit, it's it's saving exactly where you're at. So you could essentially pick it up and put it down, which is what I was doing off and on a lot. It is kind of hard to play on Steam Deck because I had to use a lot of touch controls. Um, it has a controller interface, but I th think the mouse interface is quite a bit better. So I ended up using my touch screen a lot. But um, overall, it's a pretty solid game. It's just, it's it's a game you can play forever, right? Um, right. Which is the same thing with Dead Cells. They're both games that you can kind of play forever. You can beat runs, but you're kind of playing them forever, and so there's not an end point until you're done with it, until you decide you're done with it. So I did play another grindy game. Um Everybody here has played Stardew Valley, right? Yes. Okay. So there's a Stardew Valley clone out right now called Sunhaven. It's set in a more fantasy setting, um, complete with, like, anime characters and portraits and whatever. And I didn't think I'd be into it, but it has some, like, one-ups on Stardew, which is saying a lot. So Stardew, A, you can only save when you go to sleep, which means you're committed fully to doing whatever you need to do in the day, right? I think when you exit out, it'll just start you over in the day, uh, which means you could have lost 15 minutes of game time, right? Right. Um, which means it's really hard to pick up and put down. Um, this game will literally let you, just like last spell, it's almost like it safe states you. So, like, if you hit exit game, when you hit it back again, it'll put you in your house which might be away from what you're doing, but it's the same time of day that when you left off. So you don't have to like go to sleep after every day that you played in order to pick it back up. And that's a big bonus. The other thing is it doesn't have stamina. So if you remember in Stardew Valley, as you're doing things, you're exhausting your stamina and you're constantly eating shit to recharge your stamina, right? Yep. Um, it doesn't do that. When you eat shit, you get buffs in this game, or you might replenish your mana or health, which you use for fighting or farming. You can get spells to make farming better, um, but there's no stamina. So you could literally just farm all day if you want to and place your crops and all of your stuff however you want to do it all day, and that's that's what you're going to do that day. Um, it's got a little storyline. You're like a dude that came into this area on a train and you're trying to save the land, yeah, 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 whatever. But the uh, <laughs> not really that interested in that part of it. The I, I'm interested in the mechanics. The, the fact that you don't have stamina makes it 
more enjoyable to play than Stardew. There's also a setting where you can change the length of day in minutes. So I think the default is 20. You can set that to 40, which means that you can get everything you want to get done before you move to the next thing. Now, your crops are on a timer based on the amount of days they take to grow. But if you've got a lot of stuff you want to do every day, so let's say you want to harvest a bunch of stuff, replant a bunch of seeds, um, redo your whole plot, right? Like redo a bunch of stuff around your base. Call it your base. It's your farm. But redo a bunch of shit, right? Like you have the time to do that now that you got 40 minutes. If I want to go cave mining, I can go do that too. If I want to go adventuring and like killing shit for additional materials, I can go do that. And then there's <clears throat> like a kind of like a radiant quest system for all the NPCs in the village, and that helps your relationship with each of the NPCs by doing their quests. Um, you notice that you, you went and you tried to go as fast as possible through that particular point. I don't care for the freaking like, I don't care. I don't care. It's a part like, of uh, Midnight Suns, too. I know, but the only thing that makes uh, makes it okay for Midnight Suns is that, um, in uh, I'm more interested in the uh, the Marvel characters. Like I am interested in Marvel characters that you know, that I either know or know of. Not, but not Marcy, I could care not... less about John that lives in fucking Stardew Valley or whatever, you know? Yeah, or Marge the Beekeeper or whatever, right? Right. I don't give a fuck. Like he's just like, why do I have to? Do why do I have to like this particular person or have them like me for anything? Like, well, I just own a farm. Fuck you guys. Fortunately, you can <laughs> dive deeper into that if you want to. I don't know how pivotal it is to the game. Like, there's a calendar that shows you, like, when the end of the season is, when everybody's birthday is, but you also get your relationship points for just doing quests. And so if you do quests for them, um, then, which are typically tied into things you're already doing, then you start to build that relationship. I'm not... That's not really the draw for me on that game. The, the draw for me is making really OCD lines of crops and selling them for big profit. Um, and then getting better armor and gear so I can go fight tougher things. There's some really interesting boss fights. Uh, there's a boss fight where I was like essentially destroying a big mining node that was a, like a sentient node that was huge on my screen. Okay. And it was obvious that I couldn't do it by myself, so it said there's an option to get help that turned into a quest. And then I got two of the villagers to, like, take this thing down over a couple of days. <laughs> um, so, like, they're fighting it in my farm, and you just go over there, and they're, like, just tacking away at it. So you can go over there and hack away at it a little bit, or you can just let them do their thing. And they eventually beat the boss for you. There's another one that made you, like, jump rope, which was weird. Like, it was a mini game of, like, how well, you could time your space bar, essentially. Um, oh, nice. And then there was a straight boss fight where you had this thing like shooting slimes all over the place and you had to kill ads and all this other stuff. So the combat's a little bit more original than Stardew. Um, Presentation-wise, it looks very Stardew. Like, it's it's a pixel art, top-down top farming sim, right? It's basically a Stardew clone. But is it good? Yeah, If you like that, yeah. I think Graveyard Keeper is probably my favorite of those, but it's actually the most grindy. It is. It's very grindy. <laughs> and I think it's just because I like the setting, right? You're like <laughs> disposing of bodies. Yeah, see, the one thing I liked about Graveyard Keeper is he gives no fucks. 
as to whether about or not anybody. people care. And you go huh? give your sermon, which is like yeah. use the force. I can't remember what else. It's, it's pretty weird. Oh yes, yeah. Use the force. Um. Uh. Glory to be to the dark one or whatever, and just like off off to the way. It's a. It's kind of a fuck you to Stardew Valley. Right. It is. But it's, it is pretty funny. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I was really looking forward to um, oh the uh, the the game that just uh, was delayed. So there's there's a little bit of news. Uh, uh, Lightyear Frontier. That's it. Um, the the farming game that was in mechs. I'm really interested in that. Yeah. So, uh, every time I see it. Uh, or hear about it, it just reminds me of the uh, 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 Love, Death, and Robot like season one. Uh, you know, oh, of thing. the farmer, yeah, of that, of the farmer that you know, they the, the live on a fucking like in a globe area and had to fight off a bunch of like fucking xenomorph style fucking bugs. Um, yeah, I want that game so hard. <laughs> Just because of that. Did you get any it, updates on like what the tentative date is on that? Um see the last time I heard it was supposed to have been uh supposed to be recent and then there was a, a pushback. And I'm looking for the um here, I uh, got the I got the statement. Oh, you have the so, statement? Yep. It says we've We've had a hard, we've been hard at work building the beautiful world of Lightyear Frontier, but have made the difficult decision to delay the early access launch. So it's going to be early access. We know that that's never fun to hear, and we fully understand any disappointment caused by this decision. Video game development is tricky, and while we cannot commit to a launch window right now, we'll communicate a new one as soon as we can. So we don't know. Uh, There's a lot gotcha. more to that so it It's unspecified. Yeah. That's why I was having a hard time trying to find it. Okay. Um, I just looked it up on Steam, and they went to their top news. Gotcha. Okay, so it's I was looking at uh, a couple different news sites there, and it just says undetermined now or unspecified. Uh, so it could be any time, but yeah, I want that game fucking hard. Like, it seems like that would be right up my alley. Um, provided that it doesn't require fucking relationships. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I'm a fucking gamer. I don't have a relationship by default. Um, <laughs> I don't understand these things. Um, does not compute. It does not compute at all. <laughs> but, yeah, the uh, uh, so that game was one that I had recently found news on. Um, there was another game. I've been going through my wish list on Steam, uh, and I've got like eighty-ish games in my fucking wish list. Half of them are coming soon. Um, I've got about least. eighty of them in the coming soon category. Yeah, at least of you know eighty of well, at least half of these things is in there. There's new uh, new art for Tainted Grill, uh, Fall of Avalon though. That's nice. Um. Terra Nil as was one of the things that I was going to be picking up. It looks like I can add it to cart now. Terra Nil. 
Yeah, is that that's the um uh Devolver Digital game that had to do with um uh the the evolving uh ecosystems where you kind of like build up the you know the ecosystem from like barren wasteland. Oh, that comes out next uh, week. Com- next week, yeah, 28th. I can purchase it right now, $25. That's one that I've been kind of looking I've at. I played. I played the demo of that and liked it quite a bit. Yeah, uh, it's another one of those. I, I like. I like my you know building games. Like if this scratches that itch, then it might be just enough to pull me away from Final Fantasy. And then maybe I'll actually play other games too, just because I've gotten away from Final Fantasy. Yeah, there's a game I'm trying to learn um, called Terraformers which was on that same, it's like Summer of Game or something last year, right? That was mm-hmm. alongside of Terra Nil, uh, like games where you're doing stuff on a planet. And it turns mm-hmm. out it is basically a board game. So a board slash card game, like there's not a lot of animation. You basically, you start off a settlement and you've got a, like a leader that has certain traits that you can use every single turn. And then you get a set of cards that you use to like build certain things. And what you're doing is building resources for your colony to survive. And every so often, um, you have negative multipliers that are going against you. So let me give you an example because my uh, hungover brain here is having some trouble. (laughs) So... I literally, before we started, only been here for two hours after driving. Um, so a typical turn looks like this, right? Like mid-game, I've got at least three outposts, and I can explore new nodes. And within exploring those new nodes, I'll get a little bit of dissatisfaction towards my population, which i got to counter that by hopefully having the right cards to play on my population to make them a little bit more happy. Then I build structures on each of these bases, which all give me certain amounts of points uh, to build towards, um, like, terraforming this thing, right? That's a really mm-hmm. convoluted way. I think I'd recommend watching a stream because it, it it's really about, like, what playing with whatever deck you get handed to you, right? Like, do I need to discard these things that I need to do or do something else? And then you're also on a timer because every so many turns um, you get negative points towards your... Um, populations happiness essentially on Mars so and there's different paths to victory like there's some that's economic there's some that's like a terraforming victory which is actually very hard because you have to get cards to like it's it's very granular in some aspects it's like all right so in order to get this area habitable I have to bring the temperature up so I have to release this type of bacteria then after this type of bacteria has been spreading for 12 turns then I need to drop um, this type of plant life that will survive in this area by this, so much temperature, or so much atmosphere that I've been spreading with bacteria. And then if I've got enough of the plant life, then I can spread animal life by releasing it here because now I have a temperature of three and an oxygen level of two. Like, it's very granular in what it expects you to do to get towards these certain victory conditions. It's not an easy game. Um, and I've had fun runs with it. Um, but I've also had some very frustrating runs because I can't figure out visually how to best assess my progress that I'm making on terraforming. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, Outside I got of it. How green it is? 
No, it doesn't even get that granular. It's just it's like an overlay. So oh. it's hard to remember like what where I terraformed last and what I did last and what its effect is now. And I think it would benefit from some UI improvements to help you understand what you've affected so far. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, because you kind of have to mouse over each area to kind of figure it out. <coughs> but it's not a very, it's got a pretty steep learning curve. And I'm only successful like maybe one-tenth of the time. So, long story short, um, unless there's some drastic improvements, like it's a recommend on a sale. It's got some good ideas, though. That's 20% off right now. Deeper sale? Is that like 12 bucks? That's uh, $15.99. <coughs> Dang. Would you spend $16 or a large pizza on this game? If you're looking, I'd watch a stream and decide. Okay, and see All if right. that's something so you want to do. That that's a, that's a solid maybe right there. It's a very passive game in that you could talk while you're doing this, or go for long periods without doing a turn. Right. It's it's a it's almost like Civ or something, right? <coughs> it's one more turn, but you just want to be like done with it. <laughs> That's that doesn't sound like fun at all, dude. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I just need I need a, a a game with some spark that can like get me out of my funk. Like I don't know. I mean, and it's gonna have to be something that I have. Uh, I find like I can't just take it a, a, a recommendation because you'd be like, yeah, well, there's fucking I got a more Ragnarok sitting in there. Why are you not playing that game, right? Or any, any less, number of I other games. I would say games. Last Spell over Terraformers, honestly. Well, Last Spell's kind of been on the radar for a while, and I think what I need to do personally is I need to take advantage of this uh, the spring sale, pick up a few more games uh, that's on the you know, that's on this list, and then just like sit down and play some you know play something other than final fantasy like i'm at a point of i'm i'm at a point of um maintenance mode for final fantasy so it's like as long as i can stay in maintenance mode put you know an hour or two into the fucking game and be perfectly fine with that then i can you know then that opens up the possibility of doing other things um it's just I don't know. It's you. I've also had uh, just need to be in the right mindset for shit too. So, yeah. <laughs> is there is is do you have any other uh, recommendations? Like anything else that's come you know that has come out recently that you would? I don't know, man. You you play a lot of fucking like tactics games, and I'm not sure if I'd be into in, into that. Uh, still rising. Steel Rising? Yeah, that's the... Uh, it's kind of a Souls clone. It's not that hard, honestly. I'm three-quarters of the way through it. Steel Rising. So you're playing Automatons in the French Revolution? Oh, I saw something about that. It seemed a little janky. Is that... Is, is it... It's not really janky. It, okay. All right. Well, that's, that's the... Um, 
What's janky about it is the robot animations are kind of herky-jerky. That's what it was. And of course, I've only watched video of it, so I wouldn't be able it's to a, understand how it feels. It's an ACG recommend, if that helps. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just have to actually take a look at it. Um, I'm not sure. If you're looking for something that's kind of a side to Stardew Valley that's funny, uh, Dave the Diver. Dave the Diver. So you're a diver. There's a random, randomized area of the ocean that you dive in and you go like spear or catch fish and then you complete objectives and fight fight <laughs> monsters and do weird ass battles and then you go back to your sushi restaurant and make shit from the things that you caught what <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> okay so it's hey, wait see. wait this is piquing my interest hang on dave the diver is a casual single-player adventure rpg featuring deep sea exploration and fishing during the day and sushi restaurant management at night join dave and his quirky friends as they seek to uncover the secrets of the mysterious blue hole yeah, i need to finish okay. it but i've had a lot of fun with it Okay. That's a that's a recommend. I'm looking through my stuff. A sushi restaurant. A port, that is a portly diver. It's it's a it's got some actual funny comedy to it too. Okay. All right. Look. It looks like it just from the I don't know how long Steam. it is, but if it's pretty cheap, I don't I would say like we're talking $15 or less like it's a automatic recommend. 15.99 currently. It's very much worth that. Okay. Um, Nightmare Reaper is a solid recommend. It is hard, though. Nightmare Reaper? Yeah, I talked about it a lot last year. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is the... Um, the There's doom. a lot of gameplay to that, too. Like, this is... I want to say I have, like, four over 40 hours in that game. They just did a, a major, well, not just, but in December they made an update. I I can't okay. beat the last boss. That's where I'm at. But I want to say, I guess I can look at it to see what my hours played are. But it's a pretty solid recommend. I'm looking at through all things I've played recently, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, I think we can... Like I Probably am that guy. Just... Soul, Soul Stone Survivors is pretty good. Oh yeah, I I I've got you on that onto that one. A bunch of a bunch of survivors like uh, survivor like games that are out there. I could probably take a look at. Yeah. Yeah. So Soul Stone Survivors is good. Um, I'm trying to think of other like cheap ish games. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be like cheap ish. I mean, if it's if it's a um if it's a good game, I don't mind, you know, dropping oh, I guess I do mind dropping 70 bucks on fucking games these days, but yeah, um I don't mind dropping cash on a really good game. It doesn't necessarily need to be on sale. Um you know, but you know, it's got to be a it's got to be a good game to be able to you know, to break me out of the uh the the whole Final Fantasy funk. Or if you're looking for re another retro shooter, Project Warlock is solid. Project Warlock. Uh, you can probably get that for very cheap. It's uh, owed to Castle, Castle Wolfenstein, just better graphics. 
I think I beat okay. it in about eight or nine hours, but I bought it for like four dollars. That's uh two dollars and seventy six cents currently <laughs> on sale at seventy seven percent off. Woo, that's a good <laughs> sale. Damn. All right. Project Warlock. All right. There's a Project Warlock too. I don't think it's done yet. I think it's uh is it, it just is came there, up in my list here. Is it early access? I I, I have it and I played it and I was like, this isn't ready. This is not Project Warlock one. Okay, yeah, Project Warlock 2 is in early access. Yeah, it needs more time in the oven. Gotcha. Okay. It's on one of, that's why I keep trying to not buy early access, because I'll play something like, not ready yet. Yep, definitely understand. Um, If it's really cheap, Cultic is good, but it's going to be re- released episodically, and it's only about 10 hours long. Um, I played the demo, just seeing what I thought of it. It's pretty good for you know a grandpa shooter a grandpa is that a is that what boomer, we're gonna call boomer, them now boomer shooters boomer shooter all right um did you play proteus yeah i haven't beat it but yeah it's i, I don't know so um i guess the kind of games that i'm i'm looking for isn't necessarily like a first person shooter of any kind um or even really a tactics game um i just need something that's you know it's it's got to break me out of my funk you know so it's either got to be funny it's got to be got uh, got to have a lot of good action to it not something that's going to piss me off and um i don't know uh it's you know, it could actually be grindy. Like, fucking, I don't, it could, it just doesn't need to be, it needs to be not uh, overly complex. Like, I don't think I could do a 4X right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, out of all those things I've suggested to you, like, the terraforming game, because it's a card game, is a lot to think about. May not be up your alley, but I'm looking at boomer shooters now that we're talking about it. It's like, I really could play a medieval or dusk right now. Right, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like. I'm actually, halfway excited about Terra Nil now that I know that's coming out real soon. Um. So I'll be watching for that. Uh, and. I saw that they uh, uh that, the, Munchkin Digital actually, uh, released not long ago. Yeah, about ten days ago. Jason, yeah, a little it bit just of updated Munchkin. in my. It just updated in my library. I've not uh, played it since the full release hit. But yeah, uh, it's. I guess from what I under, you know, from what I see on the uh, on the reviews of it, it's all right. But you lose you lose the whole um, experience of being around a table. There's something something to be said about uh, having. Everybody. Yeah, having everybody around the same table drinking a few beers and playing Munchkin. Uh, I miss those days. But yeah, I think it is... Uh, I think it's time for a break. That's That's correct. Folks, we'll be back.
Getting into that news section. Um, yeah. Something that's pretty random, but Warhammer 40K Gladius Relics of War is free on Epic right now. Uh, Warhammer wow. 40K Gladius? Yeah. It's okay. something I've like looked at several different times, but it's normally, it's free through the 23rd. So it's one of their free games, so I'm, I might pick it up. That's uh, that's a 4X game. <laughs> Did I not just say that I wasn't good, well, it is good with 4X games? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, but that might be something for you, dude. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, it's it's well rated. Um, it's currently like three dollars and ninety nine cents. When was that released? Twenty eighteen. It's not incredible. It's six years old. It's not too bad. Yeah. Um, in Australia, Starfield got an eighteen plus rating. So I want say what? Wait, Australia. Yeah, they're the ones that are that are a little bit puritanical. But basically, That's... it's due to drug use in the game. Okay, it's probably because of the drug use. It's It would never be because of uh, of language. That would, that would just never fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, surprisingly, the rating boards in Australia are way, as much as like Australia is known for their language, mm. um, they are... Uh, at least the sensor board is pretty ridiculous when it comes to games. Yeah. Well, if you talk to any Australians, they they have wonderful uh things to say about their uh their government bodies. Um well, it's not to say anything of the people, I'm just saying the government. Someone was detected at your door. Oh my god, somebody's at my front door. Uh so there was that. All right. Um Anyway, I, th- I, anyway, thought J- I thought Jason was going to say something, and he just froze. Right. What? He's he's he went full robot. I think he did. Jason's over there no. streaming pornography, and so we can't hear him. Right. No, I'm not doing that. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Uh, all I did was switch tabs in Chrome. Well, that's basically all you need to do to to, uh, to, to mess kill, up your uh, to kill everything. Yep. No, it was article. You know how some of these articles are, especially if TMZ's involved. There's a bunch of videos auto playing. Um, I was going to say to not trying to bring bring down the cast, but uh, one of our favorite voice actors and just actors overall passed away. Oh yeah, Lance uh, uh, Reddick, right? In the last over the weekend, Lance Reddick. Yep. Dude. Voice of voice of silence in in yep. the Horizon games. Yep. Uh, famous for his work on the wire as well as you know different He's different really... bit roles like in the John Wick trilogy, etc. Yeah. And the, uh, Commanders of Vala. And he's really yeah in Destiny. Yep. Yep. Destiny's the biggest one because they just released a DLC just like the other day, it feels like. It, well, yeah. That and 
he's been the voice of Commander Savala through you know, through the entirety of Destiny, uh, through Destiny one and two. And whenever I think of iconic voices uh, for you know for games that I've spent a lot of fucking time in, Commander Zavala's voice is like one of those voices. Like he, he's prolific enough that I, uh, you know, of a voice actor, like I can actually detect his voice. Like, uh, have have you watched Legend of uh, Vox Machina? Like the second, yeah, the, yes. the newest season. Yes, loved I, it. Loved it. Yep. So, um, so his voice is there, but it's behind a lot of modulation. But I could definitely tell it's there. Uh, uh, he he voiced the you know the uh, uh, the red dragon. Yep. He he was the voice of. Thordak the Cinder King. Yep. So, I mean, he, I, he, and there was his voice was very draconic in that, you know, in in there, but I was able to pick him out. Like he has that voice. He was that guy, right? Um well, I, I mean, he's he's one of the most uh, he's one of the best baritoned actors out yeah. there very a, prolific he could be very menacing with his voice or um just uh, have a presence um, someone was detected at your door oh my god all right google's freaking out on you apparently oh it's uh it's his ring doorbell it's my ring doorbell. It's it's going off because oh, so uh, Amazon's freaking out on you. Yeah, it's going off because um, uh, somebody is actually at my front door. It's mom. Because <laughs> remember, guys, I'm in mom's basement. I'm a basement dweller. Um, so <laughs> uh, so there's that. Yeah. Anyway, um. Rest in peace, Mr. Reddick. It's uh his his uh his voice will live on. Um he's got a lot of really good parts and uh and he was definitely a very good bad guy uh for uh uh for the Horizon series. So I'll take I'll take that. Say um, in other quick news though, uh, the Resident mm-hmm. Evil four remake comes out this week as well as Terra Nil. Right, right. So the twenty fifth was uh, was Terra Nil. I don't know what the Re- Resident Evil Four remake is, but I've heard good things about it. Um, uh, let's see, um, I've I, I, ha- I actually haven't really played any of the Resident Evil uh, uh, remakes. You I know, haven't just... either. I I fell off Resident Evil about fifteen years ago. Same. <laughs> I haven't really uh, played it here. in a very long time. Not I. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going to actually have to. Uh, to. Uh, uh, really think about this because there is. I. I've. I really want to play Diablo, but I really also didn't necessarily want to support Blizzard. <laughs> oh, it's just um, in beta right now. Anyway. 
it's it is in beta right now, and I have I have news about that. So, um, I mean, uh, you do can... you remember the do you remember the double down? Uh, I don't know what you're referring to. Okay, so do do you if do you remember KFC having a chicken sandwich oh, yeah. that's made out of chicken? Yeah, the marketing campaign for Diablo is going off fucking rails right now. Right. So right now, if you was to go to your local KFC that's you know that's participating with this. Uh, and wanted to get in on the the Diablo beta, and you wanted to you know kill yourself slowly or give yourself a heart attack, you could order yourself a double town and get yourself a code for the beta. <laughs> uh, I can honestly say I have never had a double down, and I am a fat man. <laughs> those sandwiches scare me <laughs> um i and it doesn't and i it have doesn't, had it and it's legitimately too much it's legit too much yeah so um yeah not not in quantity of food just legit, just, the fact, just the fact that it replaces two buns with two fucking fried like beat to death chicken breast it seems like it would be like the the grease like it would be like we have done grease burgers right we've had we've had our fair share of grease burgers um and we're we don't necessarily d- uh, go for like the healthiest options available sometimes but that seems like it seems like a step too far <laughs> it's just it just yeah. does it's like, just really weird. If they had decided to, if they had done one more thing, if they had done the two chicken breasts, like as the uh, as the buns, and then decided to throw like a half pound burger in the middle of it, I mean, I, I think I think that would be, I think that would be overboard. I think you'd have to like <laughs> call some kind of regulation on that because that's that's way too much. But yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to get on the uh, Diablo Four beta, uh, you, you can go kill yourself on a sandwich, I suppose. Um, right. I've seen some of the uh, uh, some of like the, uh, the 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 cinematics, like the opening cinematic uh, had been released for Diablo Four, um, and that looks interesting. I've always really played the Diablos. Like I don't, I've I haven't skipped any of the Di, the Diablos except for the one that was like, do you not have phones? Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually I skipped downloaded that, one. that, but I have never played it. Right. Uh, um, but all the mainline Diablo games that's you know that's come out, I've played. But then again, I could say the same thing about you know pretty much every Blizzard game that's come out, with the exception of like the World World of Warcraft expansions. Um, I just I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna. I think I'll make an exception because Diablo is just is a uh, is a thing. I don't like. I don't want to support Blizzard anymore. <laughs> but there's no other way for me to play Diablo otherwise. Um, it I'll, looks fun, uh, and it's the kind of game that I like. Like I like ARPGs. ARPGs. Yeah. Like I and Diablo is like the. You know, everything after Diablo was a Diablo-like, right? 
all of the RPGs were trying to chase the fun, uh, the fun factor of the original Diablo. Uh, so, you know, going, you know, seeing what they do with it, and if they, you know, if they don't go the same route as Diablo three, holy shit, uh, and actually allow some brain to happen in the game, then I'm I'm all for it. Um, it, it needs to be somewhere between Diablo three. And Path of Exile, because Path of Exile requires a college degree to actually understand. Uh, and Diablo three, <laughs> uh, Diablo three doesn't. Uh, you know, you can close your eyes and click anywhere and win. Um, Where's the? <laughs> do they have a release date for it yet? Um, I, I'm sure it does, but I don't have it right up in front of. me. Uh, I have the uh, the file size and preload details for PC. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, the PC beta is open for... A PC beta will be on PC, Xbox, PlayStation 5, and be open to everyone from March 24th to March 27th. Um... And the file size is, uh, let's see, 82 gigs for the beta. Damn, that's pretty big. Uh, 82 gigs is the file size for the high-resolution texture pack. Um, Players that don't want the high-resolution texture pack uh, for the beta, it would be 45 gigs. Um. And consoles is going to be 92. That's weird. Uh, just because consoles have to package everything differently. Um, but yeah, if, if you are, uh, if you are going to be one of the people playing the beta, um, you will be able to play the entirety of act one, have a level cap of 25, uh, you will be able to try out three different classes, um, and and during the open beta, all five classes will be available, and there will be no NDA. So there's that. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So if you're a streamer, you know, want to share information about it, you can. Um, this is based off of an article I'm seeing on gamesinfinitus.com. Uh, games uh, so there's that. Um, but as far as like the full uh, full release, I'm looking for that right now. Let's see. The full release date is June 6th. So there's that. Um, that would be... That would be a you know, a game that uh, might actually make it, you know, in the running for uh, for game of the year, uh, for sure. Because that's a big, big release. Like Diablo, uh, every mainline Diablo release has been really huge. So, yeah, or not, I mean, been... I don't want to call it too early. I want to, I want to play it first. Right. It's going to be huge. I, I'm, not, I'm not as saying... far as biggest games of the year. Yes, I don't know. Like, is it actually It'll great be... or not? To probably be in the running, at least being talked about. Oh, like even about. we we talked about a lot of games that didn't 
you know didn't make the cut that were fucking huge, right? Uh, so <laughs> that's we'll true. See. Um, but it is something to keep on the radar. Um, I don't know. And say, as far as releases happening right around the corner, you also got Last of Us Part One for PC comes out March twenty eighth. I said it last time, but uh, I think System Shock supposed to be coming out like any moment at this point. Yeah, didn't that get the you know delayed by like at a least month and a month? Half. Yeah, but yeah. like around the corner. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Well, it's been right around the corner for the past like year. <laughs> so. I start to say that game's been delayed so many times I can't I'll believe it when I see it when it comes out. It's just it's one of those remakes that was so old to begin with, like we're talking like just a hair above like Doom and Quake when it originally came out. Um and already being kind of a cult game to begin with. Um right. like seeing it in a, a even semi modern engine would be a treat. And it right. looks like it's on a pretty modern engine, so I'm I'm looking it'll forward be, to it. It'll be fun. Like it's it's one of those games that's like okay, it's kind of like Starfield for me. It's I'm going to get excited for it when I can actually have it in my hands. Um yeah, <laughs> Starfield has just been like we're going on more than a year delay. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, so System and, Shock 2 was one of my first PC games. You know, I, it's I mean, been so long for like, me that I've completely forgotten you know everything about it so <laughs> i mean like other sure I than, it. you know the the norms for everybody like doom and wolfenstein and those right that yeah. was well yeah that's i never actually played it i would say i was a doom and quake quake 2 wolfenstein um and then my first rpg on pc was fallout okay yeah nice. that's no, I, I take that back. It, it was a, a numbered Fallout. Fallout Eight. Which Fallout had Quistus? Was that Eight? Quistus. Yeah. And Storm. Oh. Pretty sure it was Eight. Anyways, it was like on six CDs. I yeah, do. I remember that. I do yeah. have that on PC, and then I got Fallout after that. Fallout was the first RPG I played as an adult. Well, I say adult. I was like 16, 17. I wasn't an adult. I thought I was. Uh, I played it into early adulthood. But anywho, I don't think okay. there's a whole lot other news right now. I think uh, no, really. I think we'll uh, we'll have more to talk about next week after we figure out what we played off the Steam sale. Yeah. So yeah. with that, Jason, where can you find us? Find us at thetiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash tiltcast. Our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash tiltcast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. Find friends of the show. You've got For the Love of Gaming. You've got NoQuarters.net. You've got Picking Up the Pixels. You've got BMFCast.com and TVGP.TV. They have all the coverage for Destiny that you could ever want. With that, it's the end of the show. All right, peace.